What does it mean to live in fullness? And is that even possible? What if I told you that if you've received Christ Jesus, then you have everything you will ever need to live life to the fullest? It just might look a little different than you think. Everybody loves to hear good news and a true story. Life's Been Different is a podcast that shares people's testimonies, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and how he changes lives. We believe that this podcast will influence you to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. As you listen to messages straight from heaven and hear radical stories from everyday people whose lives have been made different by Jesus. So get ready to open your heart and encounter him and go and tell the world why your life's been different. Welcome to the Life's Been Different podcast. My name is Marco, AKA music artist Merlot, and I'm so excited to be with you today. First, I wanted to remind you that I just put out my new EP, The Wilderness, featuring my new single, Love and Freedom. It's available wherever you find music. You can also find it on my personal Instagram, at M-E-R-L-O, that's at Merlot, or you can find it on the Life's Been Different Instagram, on our Linktree account. That link is in my bio and it's on the Life's Been Different bio. Go check it out and thank you for tuning in to the Life's Been Different podcast. I count it a privilege to have you as my audience, wherever you are, whoever you are. I just wanna say thank you. Life's Been Different is a podcast that shares people's testimonies. It's not about me preaching, it's about you and your story and why your life's been different. If you would like to send in your story of why your life's been different, email us at different at gmail.com. That's L-I-F-E-S-B-E-E-N, different, at gmail.com, and we will respond with directions on how to send in your story to be featured on the podcast. I'm so excited to jump into this content today, and so here we go. Let me ask you a question. What does it mean to live in fullness? Is that even possible? You've heard the phrase, living life to the fullest. What if I told you today that if you've received Jesus Christ, then you have everything you will ever need to live life to the fullest. It just might look a little different than you think. I've mentioned before that my mom raised my brother and I as a single mother. Now let me ask you a question because I've lived a really hard life. We didn't have much. We grew up just, it was all over the place. I don't want to get into details, but I want to ask you a question. If my mom is a Christian and raised my brother and I in the church, how then could someone like her as a believer possibly live life to the fullest, even though we grew up not having much? In the song, Promised Land, my first single, it's the music to the intro and the outro of this podcast, I have a line that says, 
I'm living in the fullness, nothing needed, nothing missing. I got this line from my mom. That's why I'm using her as an example. From the outside looking in, we obviously were not living a full life. We had so much missing. We needed so many things. But how could my mom put a sign on our fridge that she printed from work that said, nothing needed, nothing missing, nothing wanted in bold black letters. I used to go into our small kitchen and see that sign and it used to irritate me because I would be like, mom, what does that even mean? We're missing so much. We need so much from finances to a solid job to like transportation. Just we were all over the place. What does that sign mean? Well, the truth is what you're thinking is right. From the outside looking in, we were not living life to the fullest. We had many needs. We were missing things like finances and so on. But like everything in Christ, it's not from the outside looking in, but from the inside out. The fullness of God must first happen on the inside. If you didn't already know, when you get saved, nothing physically happens. You don't get taller, and I'm sorry, you don't get skinnier. You don't run faster. You know I love running, but I didn't get faster. You don't get a financial aid check. Nothing happens on the outside, but a miracle happens on the inside. When you receive Jesus, you receive Jesus. It's exactly how it sounds. Your spirit goes from being dead to being alive, apart from God to attached to God, from outside of the family to inside of the family, away from Jesus to in Christ Jesus and him in you. In order to receive something, that which you are receiving has to come in your possession and that thing wasn't yours before. It's the same with Jesus. When you receive him, he literally gets received to you and he comes into you and makes his home in you. This miracle is an absolute mystery. And oh, how thankful we should be that the Bible reveals this age old mystery to us believers today. Why should we be thankful? Because this mystery was not revealed to Abraham, Moses, or the prophets of old. Let's turn to our verse of the episode, Ephesians 3, verse 3 through 6, verse 8 through 12, and then 14 through 20. Stick with me here, because this is a mystery from God, that if you can catch it, if you can understand this, then you are on your way to living a full life. Here we go. Ephesians chapter 3. As I 
the Apostle Paul is writing this. As I briefly wrote earlier, God himself revealed his mysterious plan to me. As you read what I have written, Paul says, you will understand my insight into this plan regarding Christ. God did not reveal it to previous generations, but now, by his Spirit, he has revealed to his holy apostles and prophets. And this is God's plan. Check this out. It literally tells you God's plan. Here it is. Both Gentiles and Jews who believe the good news share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are part of the same body and both enjoy the promise of blessing because they belong to Christ Jesus. Let's continue. Verses 8 through 12. Though I am the least deserving of all God's people, Paul says, he graciously gave me the privilege, one of my favorite words, of telling the Gentiles about the endless treasures available to them in Christ. I was chosen to explain to everyone this mysterious plan that God, the creator of all things, had kept secret from the beginning. God's purpose in all of this was to use the church to display his wisdom in its rich variety to all unseen rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was his eternal plan, which he carried out through Christ Jesus our Lord. Because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. Hallelujah. Let's continue. Verses 14 through 20. When I think of this, I fall on my knees and pray to the Father, Paul says, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. That's where it comes from. Jesus makes his home in your heart. Where is that in the Bible? Ephesians 14 through 20. Ephesians 3, 14 through 20. Your roots, Paul continues to say, will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. That you may have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God, who was able, through his mighty power at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Let's go back a couple sentences. May you experience the love of Christ, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now, although I had a hard life and some of my friends growing up had way more than we did, my mom actually had more. We had more. How? 
My mom had an understanding that it wasn't the things of this world that make your life full. It's the knowledge and understanding of Christ that does. You know, the world sees fullness like the American dream. Go to college, get married, have a few kids, get the dream job, whatever that means. Sustain your marriage, retire, relocate to a bigger house, and then do nothing. Today, because of social media, we can get live play-by-play -play updates to the most famous people in the world. We can literally see what they wear and watch what they eat every single day. This gives us the impression that our life can't be full unless it looks like that guy's or that person's or that couple. This, as you know, is my testimony. We are no longer coveting people's things, but people themselves breaking one of God's top 10 commandments like a hundred times a day. Yet, we hear in the news or on social media that the richest, most beautiful people in the world have lives full of divorce. They have a life that looks so amazing, but they're actually miserable. Research tells us that the most affluent places to live have the highest suicide rates. The county I live in, in California, is one of the nicest, most sought after places to live in America. And yet, the suicide rate is at an all time high. And the majority of it is made up of middle-aged men. The same men who worked so hard to have this American dream and yet lost every relationship they had to get there. People whose life look fantastic on the outside have a soul inside screaming for a savior. How can this be? This is because God's mysterious plan has not been revealed to them. Verse 6 in our passage clearly says, This is God's plan, that whoever believes in the good news about Jesus Christ share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. We both enjoy the promise of blessing because we belong to Christ Jesus. All the promises of the Bible are available to anyone who believes in Jesus, no matter if they're Jewish or not. All you have to do is believe in Jesus by faith. Paul says that there are endless treasures available to us in Christ. I don't know about you, but my bank account is not endless. Wouldn't that be nice? If I had endless treasures, that sounds like money to me. How then and how come my life doesn't look full if I believe in Jesus? I think a better question, if you would allow me to ask, would be, what does a full life mean and what does it look like according to God, not the world? I think most people would consider a full life means they have everything they need and they're missing nothing, but that's impossible. The Bible says that just as death and destruction are never satisfied, so human desire is never satisfied. Proverbs 27, 20. There will never be a time when you sit back and say, I'm good. There's nothing missing. I don't want anything. Apple will continue to make a new version of the iPhone and I will continue to want it and I will continue to desire the new model of Mercedes Benz. 
because I like nice things. The reality is, if you've received Jesus Christ, then you have everything you will ever need here on earth. Let's look at verse 16 again. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Ephesians 3.16 Notice with me how the Bible is talking here. All financial verbiage. Verse 6 talks about us inheriting riches. Verse 8 mentions endless treasures. And now verse 16 says we will be empowered by God's unlimited resources. Where in the world is all this deposited then? Verse 16 tells us that we inherit God's endless riches, treasures, and unlimited resources through strength in the inside by the Holy Spirit. The word riches here is actually the word for financial wealth in the Greek. So, if we equate living full to having money, then we can understand this verse best. If having all the money in the world would make your physical life full, then having God's unlimited riches and resources on the inside makes your life full. How do we get this unlimited God money on the inside? The Holy Spirit deposits it in our hearts when Jesus comes into our heart. And how does Jesus come into our heart? When we believe in him. Ephesians 3.17 Then Christ makes his home in your heart when you trust in him. Jesus Christ literally makes his home in our hearts. And where is our heart located? That's right. It's located on the inside of us. I know that's common sense, but I feel the need to make this very elementary. Why would Jesus want to live inside of you? Because he loves you. And if we can have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is, then we can experience the love of Christ and if you can grasp it, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. That is the answer. So how do we live a full life? By receiving Jesus and understanding the mystery of his love for all people. When we do we will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now that, my friends, deserves an amen. Literally, say amen out loud and receive Christ's love for yourself today. If we can just let Jesus be Jesus and Lord of our lives, then we can really see what life is about. But I know what you're thinking. I still want stuff. Hey, I like like I said I like nice things too. But look at the look how good the ending of our passage is. Now all glory to God who was able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. First off, we must give all glory to God then we must understand that he is not only able, but is willing 
and wants to bless us. He wants to bless you because he loves you and he is already working in us the moment we receive Jesus through the Holy Spirit. But notice where the work is happening. On the outside? No, on the inside. The Bible says here that the prom- that God promises to accomplish this. I love that word. And he plans to accomplish more than we might ask or think. God wants to do more for you than you can even fathom. More than you can even think to ask him. Now that is promised land living. So, how do we do this daily? We do this by not worrying anymore. And we do this by controlling what we think. Matthew 6, 25, 27, 31 through 34. And then Passion Translation says this. So then, Jesus says, forsake all your worries. Why would you say, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? For that is what unbelievers chase after. Doesn't your heavenly father already know the things your body require? So above all, constantly seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. Then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly. Refuse to worry about tomorrow. But deal with each challenge that comes your way, day by day, one day at a time. Tomorrow will take care of itself. I love how it says it in the New King James Version. Straight up, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. It's so plain and so simple, my friends. Don't worry about your life. My friend Pastor Luke Esslinger once preached a message at our young adults group at my church And I never forgot the title. The title was, Your Thought Life is Your Real Life. Because Proverbs 23.7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Colossians 3.1-4 says, Since we have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits, and the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. It says it right there. Set your mind on Christ above, not on the earth below. And do not worry about your life. Receive the mystery of God's love and the power of God will give you a full life. That, my friends, is how to live in fullness. And so... I say to you what Paul said to the church at Colossae. Since I first heard about you, I've always kept you in my prayers. That you would receive the perfect knowledge of God's pleasure over your life. Making you reservoirs of every kind of wisdom and spiritual understanding. I pray that you would walk in the ways of true righteousness. Pleasing God in everything you do. Then you will become fruit bearing branches yielding to his life, the Lord Jesus, and maturing in the rich experience of knowing God in his fullness. You see all this? The world looks at money for fullness, but the Bible talks about God's love and power like it's God's money, abundant, riches, yielding. It's all money talk because it 
It's like the same thing. The world wants to twist it. It's called the spirit of mammon. But Jesus says you can only serve one master, either money or God. But I love how he uses money terms to help us understand the riches of God's love. This is a mystery. But if you can understand it, you can live in the fullness which Christ wants you to live in. This mystery is from generations past, but it's the only true way to live in fullness. This is the mystery of Christ, and I preach Christ. I remember the day I met the Lord Jesus face to face, because my life's been different ever since. And like for me that day, today is your day, the day of salvation, your one decision away. Or maybe you're ready to finally make your all-in commitment. And if you are, pray the prayer with me at the end of this podcast. And if you have and want to share your testimony, email us at lifespindifferent.com. And so I challenge you to decide the way you're going to live. The world's way or in the fullness of God through Christ Jesus. Decide and begin today to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. I love you. Thank you for listening to the Life's Been Different podcast. For more information on Life's Been Different, our clothing and resources, music by Merlot, or OSL, the online discipleship course by Solid Lives, visit lifespindifferent.com. Hey, if you haven't received Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior, we would like to give you the opportunity right here, right now. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. I confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead and is alive today. Forgive me of my sins. Make me completely clean. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and help me become the person you created me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom. Jesus is real. Turn from your sin, turn to him, and go and tell the world why your life's been different.